Mirable visu, wonderful to behold. Time, space, from the infinitesimal to the infinite. Tethered to reality by only one thing, an immortal language, Latin. Olam, erat lupus, et capra, et fasciculum cauli. As you know, MVPs, that's Latin. It means once upon a time, there was a wolf, a goat, and a cabbage. But I digress. We are afloat in deep space aboard the magnificent time chariot. At the reins, Sybil, the soothsayer. Next to me, René Descartes. Somewhere on the moon, Carl Linnaeus. We are nearing the Van Allen radiation belt. Radiation, from the Latin radiare, to beam or shine, and from radius, a beam of light, or spoke of a wheel. The next time you study a circle in geometry, remember where radius comes from. The Van Allen radiation belt is composed of giant donut-shaped swaths of magnetically trapped, highly energetic charged particles that surround the Earth. James Van Allen, a physicist at the University of Iowa in the United States, discovered these radiation belts in 1958 after the launch of Explorer 1, the first U.S. satellite. This from space.com. But who or what is standing in the space between our time chariot and the Van Allen belt? It's a creature, a being like no other. Salve, or if you prefer, salve. Who calls so loud? Wait, are my eyes deceiving me? Could that be Alquin? Alquin of York? Alquin, A-L-C-U-I-N. His Latin name, Flaccus, Albinus, Alquinus, who lived around 735 A.D. to 804 A.D., was an English scholar, a clergyman, a poet, and a teacher from York, Northumbria. The British Library says that as a child, 
Alcuin was sent to the cathedral school at York for his education. He was reportedly a quick learner, reading Virgil by the age of 11. The BBC notes that this famous scholar is one of our best sources of information for the later 8th century. He was educated in the cathedral school at York and became a monk and teacher there. In 781 AD, he was returning from a visit to Rome and met the king of the Franks at Parma. King Charles the Great, known often as Charlemagne, recognized in Alcuin a scholar who could help him to achieve a renaissance, a rebirth of learning. At the king's invitation, Alcuin joined the royal court in 781 AD and became one of Charlemagne's chief advisors on educational matters. Alcuin! You can call me Al. Why are you standing before the Van Allen belt? Are you a Morris or a Fenestra? A wall or a window? We need to move on. You cannot pass without answering my riddle. Quid? Quid? What? What? Shh! Screebo! What? I write? Propositiones ad aquendos juvenes. What did he say? Propositions for sharpening young minds? Sharpen your brains, MVPs. Alquin is using highly charged particles to write something in space. Prepare a tabula rasa, a blank slate, in your tabellae, your notebooks. Celeriter, MVPs, quickly! He's writing the Roman numerals. X, V, I, I, I. Hmm, now Alcuin is writing. Get ready. The following contains lots of Latin. Listener discretion is advised. Propositio de homine et capra et lupo. Homoquidam debebat ultra fluvium transferre lupum capram et fasciculum cauli et non potuit aliam nauem invenire nisi quae duos tantum ex ipsis fere valebat. Praecipitum itaque ei fuerat ut omnia haec ultra elisa transire potuit. Here, MVPs, 
You and I know what this means. Let's translate together. The proposition concerning the man, the she-goat, and the wolf. A certain man needed to take a wolf, a she-goat, and a load of cabbage across a river. However, he could only find a boat which would carry two of these at a time. Thus, what rule did he employ so as to get all of them across the river unharmed? Hmm, the man can't leave the wolf and the goat together unless he is there, or the goat and the cabbage together unless he is there. What's that, Sybil? Sybil says, ooh, Sybil says, that would be a fun game. Sybil says that the goat would eat the cabbage and the the wolf would eat the goat. So we must be careful as to who stays on the shore and who gets into the boat and when and why. It's like us in the time chariot trying to cross the Van Allen belt uh, without the cabbage. This riddle is too relevant. MVPs, we need your help. It's up to you to answer this mind-numbing riddle. Listen to this message 13 from space again to carefully learn the riddle. And let's hope that you discover an answer for message 14 next time. And remember, non pro scola sed pro vita, not for school, but for life. <laughs>